0: Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be, to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, hello, and welcome back to uh, Tuesday uh, on the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, and uh, it's Tom and Steve here again. Um, So once again, thanks, Steve, for being willing to discuss some some passages of scripture uh, with me. Um, Now, yesterday we began this not my job little game. Mm -hmm. Um, Since you're an expert on the Gateway Mission here in Holland, uh, we're trying to see how much of an expert you are on the Gateway Arch Mm -hmm. um, in St. Louis. So, so far, you're one for two. I know. Okay, and you're trying to I have see- to do better. You have to- well, yeah. Well, there's still a chance to get 7 <laughs> points because your goal is to get 7 points. So here's your next two questions. Right. Okay, question number 3. So what was added to the Gateway Arch in 1998? What was added? A, an outside lighting system, B, two elevators one on each side, C, restrooms. What was added to the arch in 1998? I mean, I would think that the elevators and uh, it was the out it's the outside lighting system it's not
1: looking good for me tom i know not looking good i, I think to figure restrooms I know, I know i know
0: i to come up with a third one yeah, right, right. but suppose i guess just like you know the empire state building they can light different colors yeah. depending on the yeah. season or whatever yeah. you they, they can light up the outside of the arch like pink for breast cancer awareness right and that gotcha. type of thing like that. gotcha all right here we go question number two for today this is actually question four the arch was designed to resist what? A graffiti, B earthquakes, C people parachuting to the top. The arch was designed to resist what? Let's say earthquake. Earthquakes is correct. All right. At right. right. yeah, yeah. least I got one right today. Oh, good. <laughs> I guess there's a story that there was somebody who did parachute to the top. Oh, really? Yes. That doesn't seem like a good idea. I know. Exactly. All right. So you are two for four. All right. All right. You are two for four on your way to seven. seven, Gotta get there. Gotta get there. (laughs) All right. Well, today is uh, testimony Tuesday, typically on the podcast. And so I'm going to throw it over to Steve again. What's what's God been doing lately in your life that you want to share? Something he did years ago in your life that you'd love to share? Just a, just a God story that you would like to share with our listeners today. Yeah,
1: so I'll give you a long ago. I mean, I, I'm blessed. I grew up in a Christian home and um, you know, confessed my, you know, said, hey, I'm going to follow Jesus when I was 13. And interestingly, I, I always tell people this. Um, Mary Beth and I went to the same church, but we went to a large church. And so she did her and I made our commitment to Christ on the same day
0: really but we didn't know
1: that we didn't know each other. Huh. She was younger than, than me she's a, she's two years younger so and that's been a developing thing in my life you know I mean obviously sanctification and God working in your life kind of moves and ebbs and flows and good and bad um, but one of the things that this is probably 10 or 15 years ago um, uh, and I don't I don't need to get deep into it, but you know I, I always knew, I always knew God loved me, but quite honestly, I always, I always wonder if God liked me very much, hmm. you know? And I think, um, so I know he had to love me cause he said he had to love me. <laughs> but one of the reasons I struggled with ministry stuff is in going into ministry is I didn't know, am I good enough? Should I do this? Should I do this? And, um, A passage of scripture in in the Gospel of Luke when just before Jesus is baptized, or just before Jesus is tempted, there's this baptism, and there's this powerful moment when Jesus comes out of the water, and the Father declares, I don't know if Jesus just heard this, or you know, everybody heard Mm -hmm. it, but uh, a voice from heaven says, this is my Son, whom I love, and with Him I am well pleased. And um in my journey with with god i i I realized that what's true of jesus is true of me um because i'm clothed in his righteousness so the father looks at me and says you know um you're my son i love you and i this is my i like you Mm -hmm. i like you and i realized you know this is before jesus did anything He, he hadn't done any miracles he hadn't preached a sermon he didn't do anything And um, it was it was life changing for me. It really Hmm. was. And it was an identity moment for me in which I said, I don't need identity through things I do. I I was pretty I'm pretty success driven. I want to do things well. I want people to respect me. Um, But God doesn't really care about any of that stuff. Hmm. I mean, he he wants us to bear fruit, but he doesn't love us because of that. I I don't love my kids because they do well. I love my kids because they're my kids. Right. You know, and so for me, that was a, that was a, that was a, that was a life changer for me. It mm. began to frame things differently for me in my relationship with God. And and that was, I mean, I'm, I'm a little older now. I'm 60. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was, you know, 10, 15 years ago on wow. my journey. And it really did.
0: It really did change my life. So, uh, so going from knowing you were loved to knowing that you were liked. Yeah. That's it. that's just a simple yeah. way to say it. Yeah, exactly. God likes us. huh? God likes us.
1: I like my so, kids. So, so, it doesn't mean you agree with everything they do, right, or right, right. you like, they don't like everything they do. But God, right. likes, God likes you. Hmm. So did that to did be that
0: changed you? the way you did things in the
1: family, or yeah, it, it did. I ministry mean, ministry. Or... I think it did from a ministry standpoint. I didn't feel, and and, and from a leadership standpoint, I, I, um, I didn't feel as if I needed to, you know, prove anything to God. Mm-hmm. Um, that um, if I failed, God wasn't gonna. Um, he wasn't gonna like me less, hmm. you know. I wasn't gonna be less his son. And I think maybe intellectually I knew those things, but and what I did actually was for an entire month, and I still do this every year, uh, in April, because it's when it happened. Um, in April, I read that passage every day, hmm. and that's what I did the first time. I I was encouraged by somebody to say, why don't you just don't read any other Bible passage, just read that every day. Hmm. Now I do read other passages now, but I still do every day during
0: the month of April. Wow, that's that's powerful for that's me. cool. So, yeah, thank you yeah. for yeah. sharing. You're that. are welcome. It kind of reminds me of yesterday's passage in Hosea, right? A little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: It just it just reminds us of who our God is and how faithful He is, and it doesn't depend on what we do. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. All right, so today we are um, diving into Psalm eighty. Five um, looks like there's 13 verses here and Steve is going to read um, Psalm 85 for us and then we'll have a conversation yeah, about good. it uh, you Lord showed favor to your land you restored
1: the fortunes of Jacob you
0: forgave the
1: iniquity of your people and covered all their sins you set aside all your wrath and turned from your fierce anger restore us again God our Savior and put away your displeasure toward us Will you be angry with us forever? Will you prolong your anger through all generations? Will you not revive us again so that that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your unfailing love, Lord, and grant us your salvation. I will listen to what the Lord says. He promises peace to his people, his faithful servants, but let them not turn to folly. Surely his salvation is near those who fear him, that his glory may dwell in our land. Love and faithfulness meet together. Righteousness and peace kiss each other. Faithfulness springs forth from the earth and righteousness looks down from the heaven. The Lord will indeed give what is good and our land will yield its harvest. Righteousness goes before him and prepares the way for his steps. Mm -hmm. It's interesting when you read that. It's clear that there's a time of challenge. Now, I, don't, I don't know if the challenge for the people of Israel in this moment is a, is something to do with the land. It seems like the land is a, is a theme here. Okay, but clearly there's like there's a challenge. It, you, you read the Old Testament and you kind of go, man, these people are, you know, in trouble all the time. They're just not doing what God wants them to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's Meredith and I are also doing this uh, uh, year long reading through the Bible together and um one of the things we talk about is man these people get what, what's wrong because we're still in the old testament right 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 uh, here in july like, why, why don't they get this why don't they get this and then you go oh uh, <laughs> why don't i get why this? don't i get this <laughs> right. Right. yeah so it, it it's there's this mm-hmm. consistent theme that that at least in the passages this week i saw mm-hmm. so yeah
0: um Again, acknowledging, like I did yesterday, that I prepared for the wrong passages. And so I'm hearing these passages for the very first yeah. time as we do them. So thank you, Steve, for preparing yeah, yeah. the correct passages. No but when you first, when you read that just a few mm-hmm. moments ago, um, verse three, uh, you set aside all your wrath and turned from your fierce anger. And that word turned um, stuck out to me um, in, that, in that, that famous blessing. Right, uh, is that part of the Shema? I don't know if it's mm. part of the Shema or whatever yeah. word No, I don't, know. anyway, it might, it might not be part of the Shema, but that place, yeah. you know, may the Lord bless you, Yeah. may the Lord keep you, may the Lord uh, turn his face upon you. Right. Okay, and that, that, that word turned just kind of stuck out to me. Um, yeah, I mean, we want God's face to be facing toward us, mm-hmm. right, because um, if, if he does turn his face away, I mean, to me, yeah. I think that's like hell. Yeah. Right. I think that's what Jesus experienced on the cross. Right. When my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Because that was the point where God actually did turn his face away from from his son, Jesus. And um, the fact that it says he turned that you turned from your fierce anger it's almost like, it's like his, his back was toward them and now he's turning his face once again toward yeah, yeah. them. I don't know. It's just that we're turned. Yeah. I love that. I, I
1: love that. Uh, there's uh, those first three verses is an interesting thing to me. It's, it's almost as if um, the writer is, is remembering like saying you showed favor to your, you, you did these things in the past and we want to remember that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And now then he kind of goes, restore us again, God. So he's like, you, you did this before when we were in this situation. Mm-hmm. You, you, you turn from your fierce anger, do it again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Could you do it again? Cause, right. Cause we're in a mess again. And that sense that, um, God's, God's favor and God's faithfulness, um, when you're in that kind of crummy situation, it's just, it's always good to remember, you know, I, I don't remember, I don't know how many times it is, but, one of the huge themes I think in the Old Testament is for the people of Israel to remember. They're told to remember. They're like, remember when God did this, remember when did Well, they were told this. to like set up certain yeah. things, so, right? right? Set right, this up so that right. you remember in the future. So, so there's a sense of when you're, even if you're, even if the consequences that you're experiencing are because of your own actions, um, when you're a child of God, you need to remember how God has responded to you in right. the past, Right. you know? and. And that's what struck me about this psalm is is really the psalmist is almost saying, "Hey, we remember how you did this in the past. Would you do that
0: again? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Would you do it again? Right? You know, because we need it again, and we're in a we're in this situation. But we need you to turn right. to your point. Right? I love too the the um, going back to even the beginning there. Uh, you forgave the iniquity and covered all their sins. That forgave and covered. Mm. It's almost this. I forgave it. Now I've put something over it. So you don't even see it. Anymore. Right. 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 You know, there's that wonderful sort of feeling. Hey, God, do, could you could you do, do that once again? again. Right, you know, right. could you do it again? Yeah. So for me, that's that was really powerful. You know, and, and a commitment, you know, that the that the writer says, verse eight hit me, too. He, he does this. So won't you revive us again? Won't you restore us again? Show your love to us and I'll listen. This it, verse eight says, I yeah. will listen to what the Lord God, I'll listen yeah. and I'll hear and here's, and then the rest of it is really okay. His salvation is near to those who fear him. His glory may dwell, love and faithfulness meet together, righteousness and peace, kiss each other, which is sort of an interesting, yeah. just sort of word picture. So for me, it's, I love the sort of the flow of the, of the psalm. Mm-hmm. There's just this God, we're in a mess. You did it before do it again we'll listen and this was what will happen right sort of exactly this, this journey that is yeah. in you know a little bit
0: ago you mentioned the word remember yeah okay like, like you know that they were they were told just like erect things you know right. to help you remember god's story write the story that made me think you know um matt crozier preached this past sunday and he talked about you know the number one way that we can fight off the devil and his kingdom is by telling stories mm-hmm. right telling your story of how yeah. god did something and that's kind of what's going on here yeah right yeah. um god you were faithful in the past remember when you did this wonderful thing you know could you please be faithful again you know we remember you did it back then yeah so yeah and even if the mess isn't of your own making you gotta you know if you're going through a tough
1: time people are sick they're you know we remember we Some of the folks will will remember this, that, you know, Jackson, our 15-year-old, had a liver transplant when he was three months old. And, you know, um, I just remember, so we didn't know if he was going to live or die. We didn't know. And and he's 15 now. And it doesn't mean there's not challenges. But Mm -hmm. remember, at those moments where you go, okay, God. Um, Is this, is is you going to show your faithfulness here? And what's this going to look like? You've been faithful in the past. Please be faithful into the future. And what that faithfulness looks like, I don't, you don't always know. Right. You know, because it doesn't mean everything's going to work out exactly like you want. But remembering that God is always present in those
0: situations is really important. See, and and it it gives us stories, right? It gives us stories. Like you had, you had a great outcome. Yeah. Okay. With your grandson. You know, Laurie and I, maybe you know the story, you don't know the story. You know, we had a son that was born way too early. He was born mm. in 26 weeks um, and he lived for nine weeks, but then ended up dying. So that mm. didn't end. That didn't, no, it ended, didn't end the it, same it, way. The same way. Right. But I think we both can say God was faithful. Exactly. Right. In those, in those times. Yeah, exactly. You no, know, it just gives us a story. And that's how we fight back the devil and his yeah. kingdom is by sharing these stories of what, of who God is and how he was during certain situations yeah. and during the storms of life. Yeah. So. All right. Well, thank you, um, listeners, for joining us again on this Tuesday. Uh, We invite you back here tomorrow on Wednesday for another day of the podcast. And uh, may your day be blessed. May the Lord turn his face upon you today. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God.